May the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be pleasing in your sight, Lord, my rock and my redeemer. Hey everyone, I'm Joe Grapes. I'm one of the pastors here at Central City Church, and I'm excited to have you join us for our daily readings. It's Wednesday, April 10th, and our daily reading is Luke 22, 1 through 6. Uh, this is one of our shorter daily readings as we move closer and closer to um, Jesus' death and resurrection. Our passages become um, rich and a bit shorter, um, uh, not always, but today certainly. And so we're going to read all of it, uh, Luke 22, verses 1 through 6, and um, it's going to be... Uh, uh, a, a part of the story, a part of the passion narrative that you'll probably recognize if you're familiar with uh, Jesus' uh, journey to the cross. So Luke uh, 22, 1 through 6, and uh, here it is. Now the festival of unleavened bread called the Passover was approaching. And the chief priests and the teachers of the law were looking for some way to get rid of Jesus, for they were afraid of the people. Then Satan entered Judas, called Iscariot, one of the twelve. And Judas went to the chief priests and the officers of the temple guard and discussed with them how he might betray Jesus. They were delighted and agreed to give him money. He consented and watched for an opportunity to hand Jesus over to them when no crowd was present. Help us to resist evil and injustice in whatever forms they present themselves, but most especially when they are found in our heart and they begin to turn us and they begin to move us and they begin to use us to bring evil into this world. In your name, amen. See, Jesus, uh, no surprise to any of us who've been reading this story, has been um, preaching against the chief priests and the teachers of the law the whole way to Jerusalem, and he doesn't stop once he gets there. Uh, and he has basically condemned them. I mean, he, in many, I mean, he hasn't basically, he has condemned them. Uh, so they don't like him at all, and they do plan on getting rid of him. Their lives would be just so much better if he was just um, taken out. So they've tried to trick him in a lot of different ways, uh, try to get him to uh, to uh, admit that he didn't support Rome, so Rome would arrest him. But they really could just arrest him and put him on trial, but the crowds love him. Uh, I mean, he's Jesus. He is challenging authority. He is speaking truth. Um, the, the, the crowds at this point, uh, even in Jerusalem, or the people who've come to Jerusalem for this festival, uh, love what he has to say, love the fact that he's healed their relatives, that he's speaking truth, um, and that it's, it's, he's just a, fr a breath of fresh air. And so they have to figure out how can we, they, they only ever see him when there's crowds, because when he's out and about in public, there's crowds. And so they're trying to figure out how can we find a time where he is um, uh, available, but where there aren't a lot of people. And that's where they need Judas. That's the role Judas plays in betraying 
Jesus, is finding a time where Jesus isn't behind, you know, locked in a house somewhere or, or um, uh, that he would be out in public where they could uh, legally be able to bring him in but not be surrounded by crowds who would revolt and get so mad that they're arresting, uh, arresting Jesus. And, and so Judas is going to play the role of the betrayer, and it says that Satan entered Judas. Now, I'm not going to spend a lot of time unpacking that per se, but I will say that Satan kind of shows back up in the story. The last time that we really saw Satan, I mean, there's, there's certainly demons and there's conversation about uh, Satan or it's a conversation about demons and even casting out of demons, but Satan as a character who's a, a, a character in this story who's who's having a significant role in the development of what happens next is back when Jesus was was tempted in the wilderness. Satan showed up and tempted Jesus three times, and Jesus uh, resisted. And then, kind of, Satan disappears for a while. Other than there's talk of him, and there's demons, of course, but Satan as, a, as Satan kind of disappears until this very moment in in chapter 22, verse. Three. It's almost as if Satan, just like the chief priest, just like now Judas, were waiting for the right time to trick Jesus up. And so Judas, under the, some sort of um, motivation or work of Satan, as well as the chief priests and the teachers of the law, are now joining forces to take Jesus down. And we know it's going to happen. And this is the, the truly most beautiful uh, part of the story, and I don't want to get ahead, but we're going to get ahead because they're going to accomplish exactly what they want to accomplish. Judas is going to tell the chief priests a time when Jesus would be in public but alone. It'll be late at night or, or really early morning in a garden, and they're going to come and arrest him. Satan, the chief priests, the teachers of the law, Judas, they're going to get everything they want all the way to the point where he'll be put on trial and eventually hung and killed. But in the very moment where they think they've won, where Satan is convinced he's finally killed God, stopped God, oh, how foolish he is. God rises again. Friends, I don't know where you're at in your story, but if you are starting to feel like maybe evil has won, Give it a couple days. I don't think evil has ever felt more accomplished in its life than killing Jesus. But instead of killing God, God turned it around and used it to save all of us. If you feel like evil is winning in your life and all hope is lost, give it a couple days. God might turn it around and use it in ways that evil never could have imagined. So I challenge you to stop and reflect and ask yourself, where do I feel the presence of evil in this world, in, our, in my life? Um, how can you participate and engage with the Holy Spirit to resist that evil? And um, what can you do to trust God to turn it around and to redeem it for good? Let's spend some time today reflecting on the presence of evil and how God has overcome it. Friends, thanks for joining us for our daily reading. You can find the readings and more by going to centralcity.co slash readings. 
now may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all.